Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Ship Football Podcast. This time we take a look forward to all of Week 16's games, take a look back at Thursday Night Football, and just randomly remember that time that the Jets won their last two out of three games in 2020, knocking them out of number one overall pick. Just, just for no reason. No reason whatsoever. Hello, everybody. Hope you are having a wonderful Friday night or Saturday whenever you're listening. Thank you for turning in to the Third Shift Football Podcast. I'm Josh Atkins and Neil Tarver. Neil, how is uh, your neck of the woods? How cold is it there? It's warmer. I, I accidentally lied to you earlier. It's actually eight degrees here. It feels like oh. negative eight. So we've warmed up. Yesterday was just a joy. So the winter storm that's paralyzing most of the country has made its way to the eastern seaboard it hit rochester at like 9 30 10 today we're not getting the snow that buffalo's getting we just get the wind and cold um so apologies for not recording thursday night uh we wanted to just play it safe in case anything happened neil and then with me i have power it's almost nine o'clock on friday night so here we go kind of would have sucked not to be able to record before all the games Saturday because you know the NFL. Yeah, that would not have been great. So we're gonna go over Thursday night. We have a bunch of games Saturday on Christmas Eve. If you have no plans on Christmas Eve, which you really shouldn't, it's really cold unless you live in Miami or San Diego. Um, we'll go into the three games on Christmas, and unfortunately, we will pick a winner of the Monday Night Football game. Spoilers: It will not be the Colts. End of story. So, Thursday Night Football, the Jacksonville Jaguars eliminated the Indianapolis Colts from playoff contention. They beat. That's the, the takeaway? <laughs> it is the takeaway. That's what actually. we're leading with? <laughs> yeah, actually, because I think it's important because the Jaguars keep their playoff hopes alive of winning the division. Uh, okay, and they that... eliminated their division rival, the Indianapolis Colts. I would have led with, have moved into a tie for the division over eliminated the Colts. The Colts have been basically eliminated since about week seven. <laughs> anyway. But name only. Well, I mean, the Titans, their opponent is not hard. So I didn't want to say tie, but they are tied with the division lead with the Titans right now. Um, were you more impressed with the, the Jaguars' performance on a short week on the road? Or are you more concerned about the future of the Jets franchise? We need to court? talk about the Jets. Yeah. Look, credit to the Jaguars. They did what decent teams do. They came on the road. They took care of business. And Fisto and a, a bad opposing offense. It, it was nice. They didn't look super great. But admittedly, New York's defense is really good. It was kind of a weather game. Yada, yada, yada. We need to talk about the Zach Wilson thing. Because it's over. It that is was over. It. I that, said that, that was it. That was my first word to all my coworkers that are Bills fans. Like the Jets are in quarterback hell again. And it's sad. It, he's just there's no there's just no coming back from this. Like straight up. There's just none for the Jets for Zach Wilson. It's yeah, I just can't see it. The fans hate him. They were booing him like crazy. Like, look, he had a decent week last week. Not great. He had those kind of high low variance week, but it was the best week he's had in a while. And this week, it's it's a rainy game. The weather's really bad. Just like it's not great conditions, but he doesn't look great. And the fans just turned on him completely. I mean, and 
kind of looks like the locker room has too. Every time he overthrew Garrett Wilson, well, he Garrett lost Wilson the locker like... room with his comments of saying is back a few weeks ago is is something effective. Is it your fault the offense is struggling? He said no. So he lost it there. I understand that. But my point is he's clearly lost the locker room and it's visually on the field now where Garrett Wilson looks like he wants to walk up and shank him every time he overthrows him by like 20 yards. So he's lost locker room. He's lost the Jets fan base. And it's just, it's the most damning thing I've ever seen that the Jets needed this win to stay in the playoff hunt, to make the playoffs and potentially have a shot at the, like just at anything. And in crunch time, they turned to Chris Straveler. Yeah, not even Joe Flacco. No, they went to Chris Strat, CFL legend Chris Straffler, a guy who can barely stick on a roster, who got cut in the preseason, yada yada. And when they needed to win, they looked at Zach Wilson and went, "No, we can't do it with like this. We have to try something else, anything else, anything." And um, for a guy who's your number two overall pick, the hope of the franchise, th- that's it. There, there's no, it just it's done. I heard some people arguing that you keep him around as a backup, but I, I think that's we're gonna be on that point. Like you need to either go get somebody or hope Mike White pans out. Because at this point, there's there's nothing. There's just well, they nothing. can't even get anybody because they're too high in the draft now. Unless well, they they're want, they can take a flyer on Min and Hooker, I guess, in the fifth round, fourth round. <clears throat> Jimmy, <clears throat> but okay, so let's. I got a few points here with Zach because this is this is the Zach Wilson debacle, really. I don't really think the Jets made a mistake picking him. I think it was him. So, what do great quarterbacks do before the ball is even put on the yard line, right? What do they do when they go up there before the snap? Read the defense. He doesn't do that. He doesn't know where he's going to potentially go. And post-snap, he doesn't know where he's going. So, that tells me he's not doing his homework. That tells me he thinks he's doing his homework and it's not even good enough. He didn't do it in the offseason. He showed flashes last year of being there. He showed it in college. Now, take this take the year away where they won 10 games, 11 games, whatever BYU did in the COVID year. I'm talking about the sophomore year. I there was flashes of sheer brilliance from him. He has the arm talent. Now, granted, it didn't look good last game, but Weather probably had a lot to do with that. No quarterback does well in that, except for Mahomes. except for Trevor Lawrence and Chris Stravler. They, they had two guys do just as well I, in the same game, and that's the problem. So, but here, but that's my point. I don't think Zach is putting the work in that's necessary to be an NFL quarterback, and I think he thinks he's putting in the work to be a good NFL quarterback. Does that make any sense? No, I get you. He's not holding so up that, his I think bargain. that's the point. I don't think the Jets made a mistake picking him. I think they did. Well, who, I think they're, okay. No, I think – no, hold on. I'm not sure they made a mistake picking him because okay. I, I can't tell you how high we were pre-draft if we weren't recording this pod, then thank God. But what I can say is this, is to say it's all on Zach is a fallacy. The Jets are equally as complicit in this. It's never just the play. It's usually not, not just the player. It's usually not just the coaching staff. It's a mixture of the two. The Jets are not getting 
the best out of him. Like it's coaching. Like it is coaching. It, it can be a problem. The, the Jets are complicit here. They overevaluated. They did not have the support structure to deal with him. They did not have the offensive coaching to deal with him, and they have not really put him in position to succeed. Because let's be frank here. Mike White's really not in a position to receive. The receiving core is okay. Their O-line's getting a little better, and they've leaned a little heavier on the run game this year, but they're not coaching up their offense. They're clearly focusing all on their defense, and that's not a bad thing per se. And, yeah, I think Zach's complicit in this, the way he carries himself and some of the things. And you're right. Some of his problems seem like it's homework, but that's on the team to help him get there to the proper level if it's an infern. And if it's not, it's on them to reinforce good behaviors. They are equally as complicit here. The Jets are not some innocent I, bell that was deceived by like Zach Wilson. I think it's 65-35. I think it's 65% Zach. I think it's 35% the Jets. I think it's 50-50, to be quite frank with you. And that's fine. You, you can totally believe that. I'm just saying that, like, you can only take the horse up to drink water, and, it, and if it doesn't drink water, it doesn't drink water. But then... The 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 side with you, they should have dispensed him when they realized he wasn't doing the work. So I hear you. So let's go over the quarterbacks taken in twenty. And one other draft. thing is, go ahead. It's just we do need to give some of that up because this year we do have a perfect example of why situation matters. Geno Smith. Do you remember how bad Geno was his first couple years in the league with the Giants and the Jets? That was not good. Yeah, he was really bad, and now he's in Seattle, and he's doing well. So. We need to talk about the Jets part of this. Everyone's like, "Lol, Jets, you took a problem player. They are a part of this. I just want that out there. Don't be wrong. Zach deserves a lot. He looks like shit and acts like shit. But I just feel like this Jets era is different than Geno's. It feels In some ways. In some ways, this feels different. I just want to go over to quarterbacks. I think there's really only three in that draft that I'd be more comfortable with than Zach, okay? Obviously, Trevor, because Trevor's really blossomed now with Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. We can agree on that. I agree. We don't know Trey Lance yet. No, I'm I'm a little I'm a little miffed at people who've already given up on Trey Lance. Like, I don't oh, want to give up on him. I no, just no, don't no, know no. what I, he is. I'm not talking about you. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I, I'm I just see a bunch of you. people in. I see a bunch of people on Twitter like, oh, oh is, is just it's just like, oh man, how did they screw up the Wilson pick? It's like, well, someone they Niners draft Lance. I'm like, okay, yeah, and I will admit that hasn't gone great right now, but he's played, he started what two game two no four games two, but she was hurt last year as a kind of a spot start with an injured banged up roster, and then one game this year in a fucking cyclone in Chicago, and then he got injured in the second game. So we don't know what just Zach Trey Lance is like. He's been hurt, and that sucks, but. We don't know what that is, and of course the draft cap, but yada yada. But we don't know what Trey Lance is. We know what Zach Wilson is, unfortunately. And then we, I, we would both agree Mac Jones would make the same playoff team, right? We can agree on that. I don't know, Neil. I, I'm serious. I don't know, Matt. Okay, this Jets team is so similar to that Patriots team last year. Run heavy, strong defense. Mac making a few plays here and there. That's all they need from the quarterback position. I think he'd be better, but again, I think he, he that's a, all that's all I'm asking. Is he better? That's all I'm saying. Maybe I, I but, but he was year showing number two overall pick either. True, but this year showing us with Mac that he also needs the coaching because he looked fine last year for pretty much the entire year with an actual offensive coordinator. And then this year he looks like shit with Matt Patricia. So I, I think the thing with the Jets with the coaching though is 
When Mike White or Joe Flacco play, the offense looks significantly better. I'm not sure about that with Flacco, but it looked better with Mike White. Yeah, it looked better with Joe Flacco than Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, at times That's significantly not... better, and Mike White made it look nuclear. Okay, calm down. I'm, I'm just saying this. It's just not saying it is a nuclear offense. I'm saying the contrast between Mike White and Zach Wilson, the offense is just that stark of a contrast. Quick, which two games did Mike White light up? Did Mike White light up the uh, light up the world? He he lit up the Bears in a monsoon, Neil. I know it's the Bears' yeah. defense, but it was a monsoon. I give credit to any quarterback that is not Mahomes, Herbert, or Allen that can play in no and Burrow that can play in those conditions and spin it like that. Look, I respect what he did. I'm just saying, calling that offense going nuclear against the fucking. Chicago no, no, Bears no, and Minnesota what that's Vikings. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say, in contrast between when Mike White starts versus Zach Wilson, that's all I'm comparing it to. I'm you not, are right. That's You're all. Right. I'm, I'm not saying their offense is nuclear. I'm just comparing the two when both are playing. That's all. That's all. Fair. That's fair. So, that's fair. But, I mean, the adjustments, Patrick Sutan, they miss Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith, Kyle, Michael Parsons. I don't know about Justin Fields. Like, that's the other quarterback. Like, Justin's a great athlete. I don't know about the passing yet. Uh, at this point, whatever, the, the current version of Justin Fields right now is eons ahead of Zach Wilson. No, it is. Because they both have the same accuracy problems, except Justin can fucking run. Right. So, anyway. That's the Jets. They're in quarterback hell again, which sucks because their roster is young and talented and ready to go. I know what they're going to do. Lamar. It has to be. Jimmy. Think of, who their, that, head coach, think of who their head coach is. I, I know, but it's that. Or, listen, Jimmy makes them a playoff team. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and they're not a Super Bowl team. I get that, but. They can the, the they, sad part they, of they can go two ways here. They can get Jimmy. Let's just say they get Jimmy, right? They're a playoff team. They get a few years. It doesn't work. Go all in on a quarterback in like three years. Or they can tank next year and get Drake May or Caleb Williams. I'm dead serious. It's not the worst idea. So that's their options. I want to give a lot of love to the Jags, though. Yeah. That is hard as hell to go on a short week in those conditions. They're not used to it playing in Jacksonville and getting the win. That was impressive as hell. Do you want to guess when their last primetime win was? Their last primetime game Al Michaels ever called was against when they played the Steelers in 2011 or 2012 with David Carr. When is the last time they won? Yeah, in prime time. I saw was it last in night. the 2000s and not the 2010s? Yes. Was it 2007? It was 2000. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was 2000. I, listen, Jaguar fans, I really, I, I truly believe this unless the Colts get, get a quarterback. They're going to run the division. They have My- everything to make it happen. My only concern with the Jags is, is their defense is not good. Like their defense yes. is bad. Their defense is, but you can fix that in an off season. Kinda, kinda. You can. They got the pieces. They got Jonathan Allen. They have Devin Lloyd. 
get some corners, spend some money there, draft capital. I would, what, I, what, I, what no, money? They spent a billion dollars on wide receivers. They should go year. draft Clark Phillips, dead ass. They're going to be mean, in yeah. that range. Go draft Clark Phillips. He's the second best corner in the draft. Arguably the best. Behind the kid from Ohio State. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. It's I'm just saying for right now. Look, I like this team's headed. They have a good offense, bad defense. Um, they're they're going to win this division because I have no faith in the Titans anymore. They had that I, one stretch I, where they I, were. I'm, I'm saying more than that. I think they're about to run the division. Oh, for the future, yeah, potentially. Like the next five years, they, if you had to put a gun to my head and say who's going to be the most dominant team in the AFC South the next five years, it's clearly them. Clearly. Yeah, the defense scares me a little because you're right. They could fix it, but will they is another matter entirely. But yeah, I, I, there's no other team in the South looks like anything right now. Unless the Texans really fucking nail the quarterback they're about to draft, then yeah, there's That's no one young. else. Is don't go. screw it up. But he's, so, but he's so tiny. No, don't screw I'm it up. I'm joking. I'm joking. Thank you. Um, anything else on this game, Neil? Before we go through the massive slate that we got for the holiday weekend? No, Evan Ingram had a nice game. Yeah, I he's see actually them. had a nice season. Does he come back? I feel like he's perfect for that offense. He comes back. He's gonna want to get paid. Well, the well, the Jags want to pay him. I feel like the Jags window for? is about to open. Not Super Bowl contender, but like if you are the owner, it's Amir Khan, right? Yeah, Amir Khan. This is your first chance. Of actually running this division without the Colts. Shot Con, sorry. Shot Con, thank you. It is the first time that the other three teams don't have the quarterback, whether it's Indy with Peyton and Andrew, whether it's Tennessee with McNair and the current group they have because it's getting older and more banged up with Tannehill and Henry, or Houston with Deshaun Watson. This is the first time you feel like Jacksonville has a chance to really own this division, get more of their fans there and have belief there for the first time in franchise history. Right? Yeah. No, they, well, I mean, maybe like their early days in the late nineties, but that's about it. Right. So, all right, let's go through the slate it is a big slate for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> Christmas to do. Happens. yeah. So, if it's cold, stay inside, be with your family, watch the football. We have got some games for you. This is a big one for both teams. Bengals, Patriots, and Foxborough. Spoiler alert, most of these games are going to be freezing fucking cold. Bengals are fair by three on CBS. The Patriots have to have this game or they're in a world of shit. What's the ba- wind like up in Foxborough right now? Do you know? Uh, it's windy as shit here in New York, so it's got to be windy there. It we're only six hours from Foxborough. My, I know the wind's but... supposed to not die down for a little bit. Like I can see it being windy during the game. That's all I'm saying. Oh man, I got a cheese game for twenty five dollars tomorrow. Sorry, they have the ticket prices on ESPN. Um, you should go. I work. You should go. I like having gainful employment. But anyway, I just, the weather, the weather, hold on, that the weather could make a factor in any of these games. That's your little little asterisk for this week, is that the weather could fuck all this shit up. But I just, New England doesn't have the firepower on either side of the ball. 
They just don't. I mean, I could see a world where maybe Josh Uche and Matthew Judon harass Joe Burrow into hell, and I'm open to that being a possibility. But unless there's some apocalyptic weather event, the New England offense is not going to function. It hasn't functioned in weeks. They couldn't function on the fucking Raiders defense. <gasps> so I just don't see how, even if their defense comes out and plays aces, how they're going to be able to keep up at all with Cincy, with uh, they have Joe Mixon back. Sam J.P. Ryan's been playing great. Jamar Chase is out there. Uh, Hayden, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. They're tight end now. Hayden Hurst is playing great. Like all the receivers, they're in lockstep right now. They kind of looked meh to start last week, but then just throttled the Buccaneers in the second half. Admittedly, because the Buccaneers walked up with a giant sign that said throttle me around it. But they're just the better team right now. And I have no faith in the Patriots offense. Just zero faith. I That's my biggest thing is we have said all season – this Patriots offense is bad. I don't mm. think it's Mac Jones. I think it's the play calling. I think it's the structure that they run. Because they actually have not nothing fancy when it comes to their weapons, but they're good. They're good enough to you know put up points, and their defense is good enough to win games. But they, when your defense is on the field the whole time, it doesn't matter. So give me the Bengals to cover three. That offense, yeah. it doesn't matter what if it's – Snow, sleet, rain, wind, sunshine, 80 degrees. They're gonna play well. They'll be fine. Um, I think are you taking the Bengals covering? Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals to cover. Um, Bill's Bears is very interesting to me. It's in Chicago. It's gonna be windy as hell there. It always is in Chicago. The Bills are favored by eight. Oh, I don't love it. I don't either, because I this Bills team is not built for this weather. Josh is. The rest of the team's not. Yeah, and they don't really like to me. run him unless they have to. Well, they sh- and, and like I keep trying to tell these fans, like, this is not the game Josh runs at all. Unless it is 31 at the goal line. Power. Yeah, I, I think I, Chicago's going to be an interesting matchup because the Buffalo defense has been having a little trouble with the running game recently, and then you have uh, David Montgomery and company rolling into town. Uh, David Montgomery and like Khalil Herbert. So that's going to be interesting. But even more interesting is the fact they're going to have to deal with a running quarterback for the first time in the uh, whole season, maybe? <clears throat> yeah, I... They really, I mean, I eh, know Baltimore. They um, play Baltimore, but I mean, Justin's even different than Lamar. So this should be interesting because, especially without Vaughn, their defense is looked significantly worse against the run, and that's what the Bears do. So that'll be fascinating. But the other side of the ball, the Bears' defense is fucking garbage. So you know what, though, I don't trust a single Bills receiver outside Diggs to get open. I think. I think their defense keeps it close, honestly. This Bills offensive line is not being good lately either. But I want to pick the Bears so hard. I feel like this is a trap game. The Bills have a monster game the following week against the Bengals on Monday Night Football. It's going to be cold as shit in Chicago. They don't want to play this game. I'm taking the Bills, but I think the Bears cover. Eights is too much for me. It's just too much. I'm with you on this one. I think this one might be a shootout unless the weather really takes it over because both these defenses are not playing great like now, especially against the run. The Bears defense is just utter trash. And I think the Bills, 
still have more talent. They could still can maybe chuck the ball around, which the Bears won't be able to do. Give me the Bills to win, but the Bears to cover. I'm with you on this one. Uh, staying in the Great Lakes, we're going to have the Saints versus the Browns in Cleveland. I don't know how the Browns are only favored by three. They're going to blow the Saints out of the water. Is it weird? I think the Saints have a chance in this game. Yeah, absolutely it is. Andy Dalton's a starting quarterback against a competent offense. I know, but one, the New Orleans defense is finally healthy and they've been playing really good the last couple of weeks. I don't count Two, last week. Desmond Ritter wasn't good. I said last couple of weeks. So I'm including but, when they held Francisco to 13 points or Tampa Bay to 17 points or Wow, they actually haven't had a team score more than 20 against, against them since Baltimore like five weeks ago, and that's when they were kind of really feeling it. Look, I think this defense is good. I think the Browns are not great right now, and I don't think the Browns' defense is that good if their pass rush can't get there, which the Saints have a decent O-line. Maybe not great, but they have a decent enough O-line. So what's the line? It's three. Don't... Where is this at? It's in Cleveland. Neil, don't overthink this. This is you are literally going to pick a dome team playing on the road with Andy Dalton playing quarterback. No, but I think this game's going to be a lot closer than you think it is. I think the that's Browns why win. It, you can pick four. It's gonna, it's you can think it's going to be close. It's not going to be close. I, I think the Browns would barely. What's the line again? Three. It's yeah, it's three. I think the Browns win and cover, but lordy lord, I would not be surprised if the Snakes sneak out a win in this game. I, I want to agree with you, but Andy Dalton's a starting quarterback, and they barely snuck a win out against Atlanta with Desmond Ritter starting. Look, man, I, I know. Not a good but... look. I don't know what to tell you. I haven't been impressed with the Browns last couple weeks. No, neither have I, but it's Andy Dalton. Okay. What the fuck does he have to do with their defense? It's because he's going to have a lot of three and outs, and the defense is going to be out on the field a lot, and they're going to be exhausted going against this Cleveland rushing attack. Yeah, but the Browns defense isn't good either. (sighs) Look, I'm not picking the Saints. I just don't think this is like some walkaway game. I think it's a walk. I think it's the most locked game I've seen on this slate. I'm gonna be quite honest with Chargers. you. I would not bet on any game this weekend that's outside. It is oh. just chaos and catastrophe out there. Facts. All right, let's move on. The Titans host the Texans. I cannot believe the line's only three. Despite I, <laughs> I know Tannehill's not playing, but just run the ball, Tennessee. Every play. No, well, they're going to. Like Tennessee will win cover. They maybe know they have to win this game. Maybe they'll finally design their offense around uh, uh, Malik Willis does well. Like, do you remember that first half where they played the Chiefs, where they ran like that read option a couple of times? I that swear worked. to God, I got eight yards of play, and then they never did it again the entire game. Maybe do more of that. Maybe. Oh, I don't know, Tennessee. Cater to your quarterback skill set. But no, Please. They'll win. I think the Titans are kind of reeling right now, and they're going to be locked in to try and beat a divisional opponent. As much as the Texans are in the ultra-dangerous mode of bad team who teams know is bad but is trying really hard, the Titans are also going to be are fighting for their 
lives right now. So yeah, give me the Titans in the cover. Um, your Chiefs are favored by ten at home against Seattle. Nope. Chiefs win, but the Seattle covers. And don't be wrong, I think this game's gonna be super close because holy shit, the Chiefs are playing like ass right now. This feels like a spot though, the Chiefs get it together. Oh god, I hope so. It feels that way, and I'm gonna take them covering because it's two bad weeks in a row. I can't imagine three. But at the same time, Seattle can't afford to lose. No, I'm gonna stick my guy. Chiefs cover and win. Yeah, we're gonna do. I'm doing Chiefs. I'm doing Chiefs win and Seattle cover. But I, this game might be spicy because right now the Chiefs pass rush has been off and on. Uh, recently, one of the Chiefs players got a big tiff with people on Twitter because the Chiefs are like eighth or something in pressure and sack rate, which is true. But the thing is, is that it's like against like bottom feeding teams, they have this elite pass rush. But the second they play like the Bills or the Bengals or any good team. It's just they get nothing. <laughs> it's like three games, yeah. like two sacks, like five pressures, something like that. It's like, that's not great, Bob. No. I but, yeah, I think Kansas City will win this game. I just think it'll be close because right now their defense is backsliding and their offense is I expect a, a monster game from Metcalf, though, if Seattle wants to win. Yeah, especially because all of Casey's none of Casey's corners are particularly actually you know what Joshua Williams is pretty long. Legarius Sneed is pretty long, but Sneed probably won't be on Metcalf and Williams is a rookie, so have fun. Right. All right. Moving on, it is the Giants versus the Vikings in Minneapolis. I hate it. This is hard. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take the home team to cover. What's the line? It's four. I think they went by six. And I only say that because... No, you know what? I changed my pick completely. I don't trust the Vikings. Because they keep playing with fire. And if they just played an offense that was competent, looking at you, Indianapolis, they lose that game. Turn one of those field goals into touchdowns, they win the game. Give me the Giants. Are we calling the Giants offense competent? Because that's... Have you seen the Indianapolis Colts attempt to play offensive football with Matt Ryan at quarterback or any the, quarterback? The question was not more competent than the Colts. The question was, are they competent? That They're going to score more than one touchdown against Minnesota. I can guarantee you that. I'm going to take the Vikings in this game. They're at home. I don't... As much as I rag on Kurt... Kurt. I don't like you calling him Kirk. Kurt. I was going to say rag on Kirk. He's not going to throw a pick six at like the five yard line again. They're not going to yeah. turn it over a bunch again. And they're not going to basically give up like three defensive touchdowns. And you know what? I don't trust the Giants offense at all. Even though I think the Minnesota defense ain't great. I don't trust the Giants offense. Give me the Vikings at home. They'll squeak out a win. I, let's just say they cover for shits and giggles. Okay. Lions Panthers. The Lions are favored by two and a half in Charlotte. Just two? Hold on. My series being weird. Lost you, Neil. Go ahead. Just just two? Just two and two? a half. Two and a half. That doesn't sound right. Like, the Lions should be fair by more, yeah? Yeah. Like, is Vegas yeah. trying to trap us? What do like, they Lions know? Are gonna, the Lions are going to blow them out, right? Yeah, but what do they know? Because we know made this point know. last week about the Raiders and the Patriots, and we saw what happened there, which was, that's on me. I, I assumed I knew better than Vegas, which is my cardinal rule in life is to not do that. 
ESPN has Carolina favored too? What the fuck? No, 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 no. I can't do it. No, no, no. The Lions have been such a better team. Their defense has been better. Their offense, their offense is clearly heads and shoulders above the line, the Panthers. I don't. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm scared. Gonna, I'm, I'm, even the Lions have just went by a field goal, Neil, and we're good. I know, but by the way, all these lines are from ESPN.com, which is from various sports books. I know, it's not but... just one sports book. Does it not concern you that Vegas knows something? Does that not concern you at all? They always know something, but yeah, because usually their lines aren't that far off. Like yeah, occasionally someone will well, be favored, maybe it's just by... because Carol, you always get three points to the home team. Okay, there's so that five point line, I guess. Yeah, so maybe. <sighs> so what? The lines be fair by five and a five. half at home, on a which would sound point. right. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be favored by eight at home, five and a half on a neutral. Yeah, give me the Lions. They're yeah. Let's not yeah. think too hard about this. I mean, My we head... said that with the Patriots and Raiders. We should have known the Patriots' offense would not show up as they haven't all year. Well, That's they should have fault. won that game if they literally didn't throw it away. Yeah, there's that too. So, yeah, no, I'm not gonna fuck around. And find out. Lions no. are gonna win. I can't think of any good reason that Carolina would win this. Their pass rush isn't going to get through that line. Their defense isn't good enough to cover their weapons. On the other side, yeah, the Lions' defense is spectacular. It's been a lot better in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, give me the Lions to cover. Falcons, Ravens, battle the birds. Don't think Lamar's playing. Oh, good. So we get Anthony Brown, Desmond Ritter. No, I think Tyler will play. Tyler played last week. I thought I got hurt last. No, he did play last week. My bad. My bad. They played the Browns. How dare you disrespect our former quarterback? I'm sorry. I watched that Browns Ravens game last week, and my brain went into like temporary shut off mode. So I respect that. Sucked. Anyway, I'm going to pick the Ravens because they'll be fighting for their playoff lives, and Ritter needs some more time to cook. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to take the Ravens and cover. I, He's not out of the quarterback easy bake oven yet. No, no, just let's not think too hard. The Ravens will win and cover. Hopefully their defense gets a few touchdowns because Lord knows they have nobody that can catch the ball outside of Mark Andrews. I Lord. like Isaiah likely. Yeah, but okay. Outside their tight end room, nobody can catch the football. No, God, no. All right, let's move to the afternoon slate is the commanders and 49ers. Chase Young is back. I don't know if he's on a pitch count. Probably. I don't think we need to think that hard about this game. After what we just saw from Taylor Heineke. When when did the commanders give Carson Wentz a chance? I, I, I know he's sporadic, but Carson gives him the explosive play ability. Does he, though? More than t- Taylor. Because we're talking about this like we haven't seen Carson play this year. Like, we didn't watch him score eight points. Like, do, do, you, do you remember that Monday night game against Chicago? Because oh, yeah. I do. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's a thing that happened. And, look, I'm aware that Chicago defense had two more pieces than they do now, but it still was pretty trash, and, and they couldn't do jack-fucking-shit. So, no, I, I uh, no, I, I don't think they go back to Wentz. Okay. It's just... He's not it. They would have done it already if they could. They're not going to win this game, though, because the Niners are a fucking wagon right now. Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. They're going to cover six and a half. They might win by 
three touchdowns. I'll kick the cover, yeah. Um, Bell NFC East, the Eagles win. They get the division and a first round bye. Cowboys have to have it to have any chance of winning the NFC East. The Cowboys are favored by it was four and a half. Let me make sure that's still the case because Jalen Hurts is not going to play. Minshew media. Gardner Minshew, did you, I sent you that Twitter video of him in American shorts with the I'm pro, uh, dude needs to put on a shirt. That's my one takeaway with Gardner Minshew. No, that put video was awesome. No, put on a shirt. Hold on, I'm getting there to the line. Uh, it's still four and a half Dallas. Pretty shocked by that. I'm not. I am because Dallas has not looked good. It's not Kansas City. They haven't looked good the last few weeks. I know. And, like, they got upset by the Jags. Uh, Is it an upset? Last week. Yes, it's an upset. Okay. Like, I like where the Jags are heading, but Dallas should be the better team, and they blew a 17-point lead. That's an upset. Seems tough because I don't know what to expect out of Minshew. Because there's been flashes where Minshew has been a competent NFL quarterback. Problem is, they're only flashes. And as bad as Dallas's defense looked last week, there's still some juice there. And we'll, we'll see how good Jordan Minshew looks when Micah Parsons is chasing after him. Attempting to yeah, but what has so Micah done the last few weeks? He hasn't done. He, he had a couple of sacks last week, didn't he? He may have one or two. He forced, just, no, he forced a fumble against uh forced a fumble against for Trevor. Yeah, Trevor right. last week. Yeah, but I just feel like it's not the same impact it was to start the year. No, I agree. But that doesn't mean he's a bad player all of a sudden. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I just I don't feel the impact's been quite the same. But it doesn't need to be against Gardner Minshew. He doesn't have the escapability Jalen has. <sighs> yeah, that's a very good point. I'm going to take the Cowboys because Jalen has really masked those issues when he runs the ball, whether it's designed or not. I feel like he's really masked those. Give me the Cowboys, but I like the Eagles cover. I think it's going to be a three point game. Uh, uh, give me the Cowboys to win and cover. I, I think they'll, they're probably pissed after last week. This is probably the game they were preparing for last week. <laughs> not the, no, not for the, sure. This is not even to rag on the Jaguars. Like this is a big divisional match that they've been looking at since they lost to them in like week four. So they've probably been preparing this for a while. Their defense is going to want to show up after last week's debacle. I think they'll be locked in after last week. And I think that the Philadelphia offense is going to not look as good without Jalen there. What sucks for Jalen is, is that he, he wants to want his team to win, which I'm sure is his overriding thing. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not going to pretend he really cares about the other one, but if his offense performs well with he's when he's gone, it hurts his MVP case. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Well, I, I don't think he's going to win it now. Nope. Unless Josh or unless Mahomes and Josh get hurt. It's Patrick's to lose. And we've yeah, said that the whole yeah. time. Somebody had to take it from him. And now he gets it back because Jalen's hurt. And also he completed 20 straight passes last week. Yeah, that that's that's pretty fucking awesome. I know it's the Texans. Jesus, Pat. Uh, last game, it is Saturday Night Football. I believe it's NFL Network only. You are correct. It is the Raiders-Steelers. Um, the Steelers are going to blow out the Raiders. Um I don't want to get his name. I don't want to butcher his name. Steelers legend. Franco Harris. Franco Harris passed away this week. Yep. I think it was family. 
His uh, immaculate reception 50th anniversary was this week. He's going into the Hall of Fame apparently in Pittsburgh as well, like the Ring of Honor. Steelers by a billion. I don't give a fuck who the Raiders have on their team. I don't care if all of a sudden they got Patrick Mahomes. The Steelers are winning this game. It's at home, prime time on Christmas Eve. It's two and a half, and they're going to cover it easily. I'm with you on this one. Uh, this is more of a vibes pick than anything, but the Steelers' defense has some teeth. Their offense is, is what it is, but so is their greatest defense, and they're going to have, you know, like it's just energy in the building. Can we, can, we do a little, can we do a little exercise real quick before we go on? Sure. If you want to know what the weather is going to be like this weekend, may I read to you the ticket prices for this weekend's games? Buffalo, Chicago, $13. New Orleans at Cleveland, $2. Houston at Tennessee, $2. Seattle at Kansas City, $25. New York at Minnesota, $77. Hmm, guess which one of these games is inside? Cincinnati at New England, $42. That's actually Detroit really at Carolina. cheap for New England. I know. 25 is super cheap for a Chiefs game. No one wants to go this weekend. Um, Detroit at Carolina, $15. Although that's in the South. That's just both those teams aren't great. <clears throat> it's cold Atlanta there. Atlanta at Baltimore. It is cold it is. there. Yeah. Atlanta at Baltimore, $4. Washington at San Francisco, $95. Let's find the West Coast team. Uh, Philadelphia at Dallas, Dome team, $62. And then our nightcap, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh, $8. So if you live in Cleveland, Tennessee, Baltimore or Pittsburgh, you can go to an NFL game this weekend for under ten dollars before taxes and costs, please. That saying was brought to you by Neil's <laughs> CFL corner. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like every week, you look at these, you're like hundred, whatever, all these ticket prices, and there's two games in here this week. About two dollars to get in the door. All someone wants is for two dollars. They have given up trying to sell it for any real money. They're like, just give me. Two bucks and we'll be good. I just get listen. Get I would go if I didn't work tomorrow. I would go to that Chiefs game. <laughs> Hell yeah, we've been to enough cold games. Hell, dude, I've been to a I've been to a game this cold before. I, it was this cold when they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Not only was I miserable, I was frozen to my seat. I would do it. Hell Same. Yeah. All right, let's go to Christmas Day. This game will not be cold. Actually, all three games will not be cold. Guess what? Yeah. One's in Miami, one's in L.A. in a dome, and the other one's in Arizona in a dome. It ain't going to be cold. All right, first yeah, one. Notice the it, jump in ticket prices, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Packers-Dolphins on Fox. Dolphins, Dolphins. are four-point favorites. More. Are we More. sure? No, 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 no. Are we More. sure? Yes. Are we, are we sure? Yes. I'm not. Mm. I'm sorry. What is what is Green Bay showing you last couple weeks? Yeah, you're right. They give me the Dolphins. I just I need to be talked out of picking Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't been good this year. I can't so, pick but, on history or how he has played in the past. I gotta pick how it's been this year. Dolphins. So they they they're on a two game win streak, which I'll give you that against the Bears and the Rams. No. Yeah. You convinced me. Give me the Dolphins cover. Moving on. This game is horrible. <laughs> I, know, no. I understand. No, no, no. I understand why the NFL put this game here. Oh, I understand. It's a shame they can't flex it. But fuck me. I ain't watching it. I'll be watching basketball. And I'll watch the highlights later. 
Sorry, oh, we people. Forgot, we forgot to do the joke breakdown of the NBA slate instead. Oh, we'll get to oh. it. We'll get to it. We'll get to the NBA slate. We'll pick the games. Uh, Broncos, Rams. Broncos are favored by two and a half. Can I pick a tie? I'm picking the Broncos for the same reason I have picked them in all the other craptacular matchups they've played this year. I guess I'm aware the offense is bad, but you know who's equally as bad as offense? The Rams. And you know whose defense is really good? The Broncos. So give me the Broncos. Give me the Broncos to cover the two and a half. Bucks, Cardinals. Apparently, Cliff is pretty much got a foot out the door. Tyler's not yeah, playing. Cliff, playing Cliff's, Trace McSorley. Cliff's got a foot out the door. He's not being slowly pushed out the door. <laughs> yeah, Bucks by billion. Yeah, give it's me the Bucks. Ugly. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, they're favored by seven and a half, and it don't matter. Don't matter. All right, and to the last game of the NFL slate. Oh, I want a minute. I just want a minute, Neil. Please. Actually, hold on. Can we do something real quick? Yeah. What's your record against the AFC West? Uh, undefeated. It's 3-0. I don't, I don't understand. Your team is punching garbage but against the AFC West you're 3-0 and surprisingly the one team you haven't played yet isn't the Chiefs I don't now they how they beat the Chiefs uh the, the Chiefs beat the Chiefs well the score doesn't say that but you watched the same game I did right <laughs> I did all right so <laughs> this is why I said Christ when we got through this game Happy birthday, Jesus, by the way, this weekend. My brain says we should just be choosing the Chargers and walking away. But 3-0, and don't lie. <laughs> All right. So, Jonathan Taylor got put on IR this week, which Not sucks. Great. But it's the right move for the tank. Then they benched Matt Ryan for the second time this season. For Big Dickless Nicholas. For Big Nick Foles. Where You're not going to use his full Christian name. Big Dick Nicholas Foles. Big Nick Nick, thank you. Big, all right. So anyway, Sam Ellinger's the number two quarterback. So here's the thing that bothers me the fucking most about everything. This is 100% Jim Mercy's fault. Yes. I'm not even going to blame Frank, right? I have blamed Chris Ballard for the roster, which is still his fault, but this is 100% on Ursay. They could have saved their season – by just starting Foles instead of Matt Ryan when Matt Ryan got hurt and just said it that way. And if Foles was bad, they could have tanked like they have been and played Ellinger at this point. That is it that is it that hard? I, I, got, I got nothing for you. Like, like, they, I, saw, I saw the same thing you said. In 2011 to get luck in 2012. Suck for luck. Suck for you didn't purposely tank in 2012. Yeah, they did. They did. Payton had a chance to play at the end of the year. They chose not to play. Okay. That part is fair. Starting Curtis Painter the other 14 games is not your Listen, choice. That was just absolutely <laughs> elite fucking tanking. We will never see shit like that. Actually, no, Houston's done a pretty good job at it this year. And last year. Yeah, they they done a decent job with it, but that Curtis Painter tank, chef's Chris. Curtis Painter, the ultimate tank commander. The Colts up until this season had like one primetime home game in like five years. 
and they got two on Monday night, that shit's gone. They're they are in such a bad spot as a franchise because they refuse to push the chips in when they said all chips are in on drafting a quarterback. And guess what? You could have drafted the guy across the sideline from you, and he's gonna beat that ass. Chargers by a billion. They the Colts will not go undefeated against AFC West. What's what's the line in this? Don't matter. No, what's the line for me? Four and a half. Don't don't you even think about it. No, that's lower than I thought it would be. Exactly. Don't even fucking this is the biggest lock of the weekend. Don't say it. It's a lot. Don't lock. do it. Don't do it. It is. They're going to win now and you're going to be Give pissed. me any fucking reason why a person should openly bet on the Colts to cover four and a half. I agree with you. But we both know that the sports gods are cruel and capricious bastards. And the second that anyone goes like, oh, that's a certified lock of the week. They're doomed. We have doomed them to their fate. I swear yes, to God. Yes, I realize you know. this is not the most scientific analysis in the world. But I have seen too many any cursed ass things in this planet i saw the fucking jacoby myers eat up the ball right to chandler jones last week when i thought they should have ran away with that game this the world is a cruel uncaring and mean place and the second we go this is your lock of the week justin herbert's gonna contract fucking polio and brandon Steele is gonna spontaneously combust on the sideline (laughs) why haven't we seen a twitter video of yakety sack with the patriots I just want slow mo with like the, when he releases that ball. The who can say flies the air. Maybe a maybe a smash cut to Mac Jones realizing death is coming his way. <laughs> or play the Titanic music <laughs> if you're a Raiders fan on that scene. <laughs> Listen, there's not much the rocket science here. The Chargers will win this game. They're gonna lock. I I don't think they can quite lock a playoff spot, but it's pretty close. Like it'll be pretty much a virtual lock, which is what we the said Chargers, about the Colts last year. The Chargers should win this game, and I'm going to pick them to win in cover. But I want it to be known that there is an avenue for the Colts in this game. I I'm not even shit posting. If your line can get through a very suspect Chargers line, you get some pressure on Herbert your secondary does okay and you lean on a run game which they have troubled stopping and get just enough of that big dick energy on the sideline i actually can't see a path for the colts to win this game somebody better stop that shit immediately i swear to god neil the colts win this game and ruin a chance at a top five pick i'm gonna be pissed if the colts win this game my entire intro on monday night is gonna be yelling big dick for 30 minutes all right that's the nfl slate Oh, Ovechkin got 802. I'm not as into hockey as you are. What's the significance of that? He passed Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey. He's second all oh. time behind Gretzky for goals. <laughs> now, here's the next question, and I know the answer, but I just want to hear you say it. Is he going to catch Gretzky? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, interesting. Okay. He's not in a decline because Ovechkin is like, okay. How many more goals does a was does uh Gretzky he needs have? he needs like ninety something. I thought he did score fifty last Gretzky year. He had over a thousand. No, he had only eight ninety something. So Ovechkin is very comp from a comp standpoint of durability to Tom and LeBron James, Tom Brady and LeBron James. He doesn't have a lot of injury history. 
if it wasn't for the COVID year and the lockout year, he would have got it by now. He's going to get it. Oh, yeah. No, 894. You're absolutely spot on on the Gretzky one. Yeah, he'll get it. All right. I just got the notification on my phone, so I'm pulling up the uh, Christmas Day slate for the NBA. So, Neil, let's do this. Uh, people, if you don't know, basketball is actually our first love. We just College, in my case. Yeah, well, I used to love college, and then Reggie Miller came into my life, and everything changed. All right. Um, this NBA slate sucks the first two games, and the last three are really good. All right, so we got the 76ers against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden at noon. God knows why they keep playing the Knicks on prime time. However, the Knicks have played well recently. Um, the Knicks, or 76ers are favored by one and a half, Neil. Who do you like? I think this is going to be a close game because I don't think the Sixers have been particularly great this year. No, and they, they got injuries fine. all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to choose the Sixers just because I think Joel Embiid will do Joel Embiid things. There's your deep analysis. Do you like them covering? The lad's like one. Yes. One and a half. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with you. I don't trust the Knicks. I know they've been playing better, but Joel Embiid's a handful, and I think James Harden will have a decent afternoon. Uh, Moving on, we have the Lakers without Anthony Davis, which I have a hot take about this. They should trade LeBron. The views of Philly, the views shown by Josh Atkins on this podcast are not affiliated with the Third Shift Football Podcast from Neil Tarver. Please send all complaints, queries, other things to Atkins 92 on Twitter. Think about it. They're not going to win a title. Anthony Davis has made a glass. Get a couple first-round picks for LeBron and try to help rebuild your franchise. You're not. It's bait. You're not. You're not getting me to touch this. You're not getting me to touch the Lakers. Yeah, you are. You're gonna... No. Come on. I'm choosing the Mavs. We're we're leaving. You gotta have them cover the eight because I am. Yes. Who's stopping Luca? Uh, not LeBron. Come on. Get into I, it. I agree. I'm. I chose a team. What do you want from me? I want you to comment about LeBron. No. Oh. And I see your old man in the background. Anyway, uh, Bucks Celtics against the five by way Lakers. Mavs is at two thirty in Dallas on ABC. All these games are on ABC. Uh, Bucks Celtics will be great. It's in Boston, and the Celtics trade by four and a half. What do you like Neil? It's tough because I don't. Give me the Celtics. I think they have better balance right now. I'm going to take the Bucks. Okay. I can see it. I, I think Giannis will really make a statement with it being probably the biggest primetime game. I know Grizzlies Warriors is there, but is Steph playing? Well, the Warriors are banked up to crap, so that I don't think that's... Yeah, Memphis fair by four and a half. I mean, I'm just going to take Memphis. They'll Same. cover. And then the last one is Suns Nuggets. It's in Denver. Suns have had some major issues with uh, chemistry. And the Nuggets are playing stellarly. And Nuggets rare by four, and I'm going to take the Nuggets. I am going to take the Suns. Oh, I was about to write you with the Nuggets. Wow. Why are you taking the Suns? 
I don't know, the non-Jokic pieces on the Nuggets have not impressed me so far this year, as much as love Christian Baron playing. That's fair. That is fair. All right, Neil, anything you want to add before we put a bow on it? No, just happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, happy holidays. Best of luck if you're still in your fantasy playoffs, which is ding, ding, me. Hopefully uh, you guys win. Hopefully you have a wonderful holiday weekend with your family. We'll be back on Monday night during the Colts game. We will not wait until we're going to try that new thing again and see how it goes. So until then, have a great day. All right.